I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Internet Marketing. to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we have a request. If you are really enjoying what we do here on the Internet Marketing Podcast, then if you could, please leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast app, of course. That would be fab. Um, it really helps us to grow the podcast and ensure we bring you great marketing tips and advice each week. Now, today I'm joined by Andrew Smith, Managing Director at Escherman PR. Andrew, how are you doing? I'm not doing too bad. Thank you very much. And um, you reside in, or your business resides in Richmond, Surrey, don't you? Lovely, leafy Richmond. Indeed, indeed. Very, very nice part of the world, Richmond Park. Um, watching videos about about it with uh, David Attenborough on, on, on the television. Yes, very, very good. Very good indeed. So are you mates with David Attenborough? Because he lives in Richmond, doesn't he? I'd be lying if I said that he was my best my best mate, but uh, yeah, you you occasionally see him sort of uh, around around the town. But uh, oh, yes, there, there we are. Was, if only this was a wildlife podcast, but it's not. It's a <laughs> internet yes. marketing. It might get so, it might get wild later. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's start off. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, Eshman PR. Okay, well, I like to characterise myself as, a, as an old digital native. I, I began my career, Lord, uh, back in 1985 uh, as, as a journalist. And back in those days, uh, for, for me, PR uh, stood for proportional representation. Yeah. I had no clue that this whole whole uh, area existed. Uh, so after a couple of years working as a journalist, I uh, realised that, God, these PR people seem to get paid a lot more money than me, and it seems uh, a, a right doddle. I'll give that a go. Mm. <laughs> so I, I moved into the world of PR and soon discovered within five minutes, it's a a lot more complicated than that but i'd always had an interest in in technology so it, it's, it's one of my in fact my only minor claim to fame is that I, I was apparently the second person in britain to send a press release by email well, that was tw- 27 years ago that, that i did that uh, at the time i think there were about uh, five journalists in in the country who had email addresses and one of them happened to be a chap called jack schofield who at the time and was for many years the the, the tech editor at, uh, at at the guardian and he picked up on the fact that i'd done it and because uh, people always ask well who was first and uh, it was a chap called frank amani who was the then pr manager at apple so he beat me by uh, about two weeks yeah but we were the first guys uh, first guys to, to 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 do it so um i discovered the the glory of, of of the web back in the early 90s i think i'm right in saying i was the first 
PR person in Britain to, to build a web page. Took me a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so and uh, involved in things like CompuServe and and, and the like. So I, I've uh, I've been immersed in digital for, for for a couple of decades. That's how I like to characterise it. So I, I, I worked for agencies through the nineties and uh, started my own business in in two thousand. But in two thousand eight. I decided to kind of go all in on digital. So I started Eshiman in, in, in 2008 because uh, I, I figured even then that with emerging disciplines like search engine optimization and pay-per-click, uh, given I'd come from a kind of classic PR kind of media background, I realized even then uh, that that social media, all these things were, 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 weren't going to go away. So mm. I made it my mission to, to both uh, get more involved, but obviously um, I, I thought that's, that's something that people are going to want to have more of in terms of um, you know, consulting, advice, et cetera, kind of over the years. I've also m- morphed into a bit of a trainer as well because I've, I've, I've done lots of training work. So yes. I worked out the other day, I've, I've, had, I've had representatives from around 650 organizations have sat in a training work shot with me over the last five or six years from just literally every sector industry you can you can mention whether it's government departments kind of nhs commercial organizations of all type of shapes and sizes you know around things like seo um kind of pay-per-click but more increasingly around how those those kinds of things sit with uh kind of more kind of classic marketing disciplines like public relations for example yeah so you're really well placed then, aren't you? Because you you sort of you started off more on the PR side of things, and then I'm guessing you sort of moved as the years went by. You moved ever more to the SEO and sort of I don't like to say the word modern because it makes everyone sound old. Doesn't it? <laughs> the more recent uh, sort of digital thing. Yeah. Can you talk a bit yeah. about the, that, that relationship between um, I'm going to make up some new words here: PRists, <laughs> SEOists. Because yeah, I because I get the impression it's it, it's a bit like oil and water. They there's, there's a bit of sort of, sort of um, toing and froing between the two groups, would we say? But what's what's your view of that relationship and how it's changed over the years? No, absolutely. I mean, it, it's I think you're, you've you've characterised it, uh, it 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 well. It, the the if, if you if you look at some SEO and it, it it developed from sort of you know the mid mid two thousands and and PR people I think at the time were just kind of blissfully aware that that it, that it even existed yeah. and I know there were when some of those kind of you know early um, you know, SEO firms started to realise that things like content might be kind of part of the equation I know for a fact that some of them approached kind of PR firms and say hey we should be we should be working together on this stuff and and I think the reaction they got was either blank stares because they just hadn't got a clue at what they were talking about or or a um, bit, bit of fear. It's like, well, hang on a minute. These 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 SEO guys look like they're going to start hoovering up all the client budget and owning the relationship, and yeah. and, and and which is going to be the, the the sort of the the, the, the tail sort of uh, on the on, on the SEO dog, if that's the right analogy to yeah. use. And in fact, if, I mean, I, I read a post back in in, in two thousand eight blog post which asked the question: Is is SEO going to eat PR's lunch? Which I know sparked a, a bit of debate and conversation yes. uh, at. Uh, time but to be fair i mean back then as i'm sure we all know i mean a lot of those kind of old school seo techniques such as oh press releases let's let's write a press release and let's plaster it all over these uh, press release sites and get lots and lots of, of of backlinks that's that was how i think a lot of seo people saw pr it was nothing more or less than you know churning out uh, releases and of course quite rightly pr professionals get very upset by that because well it's 
part of the equation, but it, there's an awful lot more that that, that that goes into it. Having said that, I, I think it, it would be fair to say that that uh, the, the PR sector as a whole was, was relatively slow to kind of figure out that, well, maybe we should pay more, more attention to it. You know, maybe there are things that we – Maybe they wouldn't do it, but they should be working more closely with their their colleagues on, on, on the SEO side. But, but I think it's fair to say, if you go back sort of you know ten ten years or so, that if if there was a if there was a relationship, then then it, it was rather rather fractious. Yeah. I think again to to kind of uh, crudely characterise it, PR people thought that SEO was 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 very very techy black box, nothing to do with them. And um, I, I think SEO people maybe looked at. PR professionals and thought, well, what a bunch of fluffy bunnies! They they uh, they don't they don't do very much, um, and clearly it's uh, it's not that that isn't the case. But uh, yeah, um, that, that that I think would have been true ten years ago. Have the relationship has the relationship improved over time? I, I'd like to think it's it's getting better. Yeah. It's like anything, um, there's, there's there's clearly kind of room for improvement. It's probably worth mentioning. I mean, there are uh, the, the PR sector, well-established trade bodies. Uh, there's the Chartered Institute of Public Relations. There's the Public Relations Consultants Association. The, the, these these two very fine bodies regularly or annually kind of conduct surveys of the sector. And I've just been noting that for the last several years, both of those organisations have noted that that uh, when asked, PR professionals typically list SEO as 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 a skill that they they really ought to get more involved with um, and, and, and should spend more more time on mm. but I also note that when when you actually ask PR professionals typically what what do you actually do in a normal working day um, yeah, SEO typically is not there list it's uh, it's typically right 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 down at the bottom so there's 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 a kind of there's a gap there there's there's an aspiration i think on the part of pr professionals not necessarily to, to be the people who are going to do the work but they certainly need to understand it more so they can make more informed decisions about when when they should be work, working more closely with uh, with with seo specialists conversely there's probably an education job for for seo specialists to kind of better understand what it is that that uh, that, that pr is about and, it, and it's not just about press releases do, do you ever see a time when a sort of either SEO will absorb PR into it or PR will, ab- will absorb SEO into it? Basically, what I'm trying to say is, do you think they'll ever merge into one thing or do you think there'll always be that sort of separation? Well, it's kind of it's it's kind of already happening. It's it's the it's the the, um, the old William Gibson quote about the the, the future is already here. It's just unevenly uh, distributed. Because um, <laughs> yeah. I think I think you know what what you often find is that in, in many organisations, you know, there's a PR team, there's an SEO team. If there's an, if there, there is indeed an in-house um, kind of SEO, or at least there's there's certainly an in-house kind of digital team. Um, and, and and yes, they're, 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 it's, it's very silo-like. PRs over there, and, and digital SEOs over there, and, and and everyone kind of knows they all should be sitting together and kind of working together. But for whatever reason, uh, they're they're not. But but I mean, clearly, thing, things are, are are beginning to change, beginning to de- de- develop. And and you could argue that well, our, 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 these these silos themselves will just kind of disappear, and, and it, it's all part of of the same ultimate end end goal. Um, you know, organisations presumably exist for a reason. That there is a purpose to them. That there are, there are goals that, that are to be achieved, and, and figuring out um, the right route to get there will clearly involve a whole raft of skills and and strategy and, and, and tactics. And, and to treat sort of PR and SEO as kind of totally separate you know, worlds that will never meet, uh, I think is, is is definitely kind of going 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 away. But yeah, by, it's by no means um, kind of universal. But uh, the indicators are that this is this is changing. Yeah, absolutely. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, you've written a really nice blog post on your site that I rather enjoyed reading. And it gave a very nice example of um, how, I think I think the wording you used was sort of um, ranking-based by proxy or ranking by proxy. Well, you can elaborate on that for us. Um, yeah, yeah. And it also had a very nice, juicy <laughs> ream of comments afterwards with the weather's a bit of an argy-bargy. But tell us a little bit about uh, this, this approach of sort of ranking by proxy and how sort of the, you can take this sort of PR approach to... To SEO, sure. if that's the right phraseology. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the, the 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 thinking behind the concept of, of ranking by proxy is that you know rather than always necessarily assuming that the goal of SEO is to get uh, your own content or, or your client's content to rank top of top of Google or, or uh, um, any other search engine for that matter, but if if you're if you're you're diligent and, and doing your your initial SEO audit and assessment, you may well find that uh, even if that there's a desire or an aspiration to to rank well for a particularly important keyword term, you, you may well find that that your analysis throws up the fact that well we'd love to be top, but currently the the, the pages that that are occupying those top sl- slots are kind of well entrenched, yeah. uh, typically because you know whether it's a Wikipedia page or it's sites that that, that have been around for for, for decades um, and quite rightly have accumulated all the necessary factors to to, to sit sit at the top. So the chances that uh, you know a brand new site that was created yesterday is somehow miraculously overnight going to knock those kind of people off the top. It's uh, unlikely, shall we say. However, does that mean we should just give up and go home? Well, maybe not, because is it possible that you could get a piece of content to rank highly in Google from from a third party? And interestingly, from a PR perspective, media sites – uh, particularly high-profile media sites, typically in the eyes of Google and other search engines, have you know high high domain authority, high trust. Therefore, what are the what, what would it be uh, worth considering what it would take to get a piece of content on on, on one of those sites, or better still, 
get one of their journalists to write something that would serve a similar purpose, namely that that it ha- would have a, a a better chance of ranking well, and that if someone was to search and then to click and to, to read that result, that you end up effectively with with the same outcome um whether it's awareness uh, visibility or um obviously the holy grail the journalist actually includes a backlink um yes, yes. which will as we all know will, will will deliver endless goodness for us so so, so that's that post was was really to kind of you know highlight that that as an approach partly because coming from the, the pr angle i strongly suspected that this was, this was an aspect of 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 gaining you know online press coverage that that many pr professionals didn't even it didn't even occur to them that this was something they, they they should think about or factor in when trying to get to get that coverage you know conversely would uh, you know seo specialists necessarily think that actually we, we we shouldn't always default to assuming we're trying to get our, our clients own content to rank well mm. if there's a better chance of achieving it through through a proxy um and yes you you, you kind of mentioned that uh, when I, I wrote that post it, it did generate shall we say a, a little bit of a minor contra- controversy yeah. I, I think some people in the seo world interpreted what i was saying as um you know SEO people do not have the necessary skill sets to to gain backlinks from 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 journalists and uh, various people told me no in certain terms that uh, they had achieved precisely that. And that, that mm. really wasn't what I was getting at. Yeah. I was more suggesting that PR professionals for for decades, uh, many many decades, have been trained and skilled in building relationships with with journalists to to to, to gain coverage, and and this was just a kind of natural kind of byproduct of the kind of thing that they they would already naturally do um and perhaps with respect that a more old school seo tactic of simply contacting a journalist and saying give me a backlink probably might result in 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 a rather uh, kind of rude <laughs> a rude reply back from 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 uh, from said uh, from said journalist so uh, so yes yeah, because the 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 um, the article, the example you gave was like, uh, for example, like, like the Guardian, you know, sort of massively sort of um, trusted um, domain, so it's going to rank highly in Google. Like doing an article on, you know, some sort of, um, you know, social media analytics or something like that, and then if you yeah. were one of the commentators on it. But what what interested me was that you mentioned in that blog post about, I mean, ideally, if you could get a backlink, that would be fantastic. But a lot of sites these days do the no follow thing, or they just won't give a link. You talked a little bit on the blog post about uh, ways you could possibly get these organizations organizations to do backlinks. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Um, because it, it it sounds great in, in theory. Wow, let's just get let's just get journalists to, to include backlinks in their their articles, and uh, you know, heaven awaits. Yeah. And and clearly the the, 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 the practical reality, and, and, and I, I get this feedback a lot from from PR professionals and SEOs alike, that you know quite often you, you might find the journalist would would love to do it but they can't for whatever reason um whether it's because and this is you, you may find sort of strange in, in in the modern world and what what we well i think what what is generally known about how google operates but but you know a lot of publishers don't like <laughs> you know linking out to other sites uh, whether they, they they think oh you know we, we we want to keep the audience on our site you know because that's how we make our money because we we get the uh, the ad revenue by showing the banner ads to 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 the eyeballs yeah. but um um i I, I, I think I'm on fairly safe ground to say that that uh, you know many experts in in the world of SEO would say, well, actually, from a Google perspective, they'd find that rather unnatural. And their expectation of of a natural link profile is both both you receiving inbound links as well as um, you know linking out. You know, not 
not to anybody, of course. But that's the whole point. From a PR perspective, you 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 have to you have to earn you have to earn the the, the coverage. And and I know the concept of link earning rather than link building is has has started uh, emerging even in, in in SEO circles, which mm. is kind of interesting when you consider that that actually um, PR has, has been described as 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 earned earned media for for decades. Mm. So uh, I, I I find that uh, that quite interesting. But yes, I, mean, it, I think it's it's going to be partly just kind of chipping away. Um, it's going to be chipping away, and hopefully, we're going to uh, educate publishers that that uh, religiously don't link out. That it might be a good idea to do so. As I said, not just to any any old site, but where it's justified and it's relevant and, and adds value to 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 the reader. I mean, if you think about it, it, it would hopefully improve the visibility of of the publisher's own content by by being seen by Google to have a more natural link profile, and therefore would be part of that 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 whole that whole process. So. Um, <laughs> if you're asking for tips, well, one of the easiest ones is simply ask for the link. You know, mm-hmm. um, how often is it that that if I take it from a PR perspective, you're you're pitching a story? I mean, it's it's tough enough to get a journalist to write about you in the first place, and if you achieve that, it's kind of often considered as victory and and um, you know game over, yeah. rather than you know as part of that asking for the link. And it's interesting as well that, that um, example, tools like, like Mars and, and, in fact, um, interestingly, the tool like, say, uh, BuzzSumo, which I know is is uh, one of my personal favorites, is, is often th- thought of mainly in, in conjunction with social media. But it it's, it's offers a, a really kind of interesting perspective on the whole PR-SEO debate where mm. – for example, you know, with BuzzSumo, you can you know, monitor mentions uh, where you've been talked about but you haven't got a backlink um, and it incorporates domain authority from Moz. So you can almost use it like a kind of opportunity finder that says, hey, yes, yeah. why don't we go back to the places where we were talked about? We didn't get the link, but we can prioritize where we go to, to kind of see if we can possibly get it. And how much effort does it take to simply say, you know, can we have a link? Mm-hmm. They're either going to say no, <laughs> mm-hmm. politely or, or impolitely. They'll think about it or who knows? You might get it, and that's that's extra value that that's being created. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Not forgetting to, to 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 ask for the link, but obviously as part of the planning process, thinking about what kind of link you want. You know, we don't just necessarily want backlinks to the homepage. Yeah. If we've if we've thought this through, then in an ideal world, you've figured out the things you want to rank for. You've figured out the the, the type of kind of content that you believe has got the best chance of doing that. From a PR perspective or media relations perspective, you've you've identified the target media, both in terms of yeah. You know, the right audience will will hopefully be exposed to the content, but obviously there's the SEO angle that says, yeah, if we are to get coverage here and we do get a backlink and it's a followed link, all this other good stuff will will, will, will flow will flow from it. And uh, as I say, I think without doing d- d- down the the, the 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 knowledge of SEO within the, the PR sector overall, I suspect at the moment that that kind of um, approach is is not particularly wide, widely widely used. At the same time, I, I think that uh, you know, SEO specialists, particularly as we well know, uh, the role of content in in uh, in, in links etc. Well well documented today could, could probably learn a thing or two from from the PR world too. Yeah, I suppose also, I mean, because you also mentioned this in the blog post about sort of making it worth the journalist linking back. So I suppose that, that sort of links to, uh, sorry, pardon the pun, that sort of is related yeah. to um, you talking about sort of choosing carefully about which page it's going to link back to. 
Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Because again, even when when people do think, oh, it's got a link, it's great, back to the homepage. But that, as we well know, is not necessarily the the right page to to potentially have the best chance of, yeah. of ranking well. It goes back to you know, it's SEO one hundred and one. You know, what 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 are the keywords we want to rank well for? You know, is it is it just because the the managing director wants us to, <laughs> to rank number one, even though only two people in the country look for it? You know, versus you know, these are the the, the 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 keywords and the phrases that we know that the target audiences actually do use if we were to get these kinds of positions this is the likely incremental extra traffic we would get from that mm. why are we doing all the other things right then this in principle is what it should translate to into in, in terms of a, a very very concrete outcome um, and it's not yeah it isn't necessarily always going to be the home page that you want to be linked no. back to so they're, they're, yeah definitely that, that should be thought of so let's talk about measurement, because um, if you've got like a backlink, that's going to be relatively straightforward, you know, Google Analytics, whatever. But how do you measure sort of PR or the, or the effects of some PR-oriented um, sort of um, activity when there's no backlink? How do you measure that? Yeah. So I think yeah, you've uh, we, we, we could be here until until midnight talking about uh, yes. measurement. It's going to be a long show, folks. It'll be a very long show. Yes. Uh, don't uh, don't go away. No, I mean, in, in all seriousness, um, the, the whole debate around measuring and evaluating public relations, it was a, it was a, a, a thorny topic when I first started in PR back in, 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 in the 1980s. And, and it quite frankly hasn't hasn't gone away. I think all we can say is that, that there's been increasing pressure on the PR sector to demonstrate, you know, what what actual value. I mean, without getting kind of drawn too much into the kind of the the, the granular nature of the debate, but one of the, the continuing burning issues around PR is is, is a, a metric called advertising value equivalence. Yeah. So, for the benefit of those that are unfamiliar with it, I'll, I'll try and explain it. The the idea is, is this is is that um, and, and, you know, PR isn't just about media relations. It's not just about getting coverage. But assuming, for example, you you, you did get that piece on on the guard. And you know it does or it doesn't you know, contain a link. You know, what is that worth? So a crude method of, of putting an economic value on it is to say, well, what would it have cost for us to advertise on, on that space? Now, of course, in the world of digital, it, it gets even more complex and, and, and an even more kind of you know, ropey comparison because AV is rooted in the days of, of print media. For, for argument's sake, it would have cost I don't know fifty thousand pounds to take out a full page ad in, in, the, in the FT. Hey, look, we got a half-page story about us in the FT. Ipso facto, is that story worth twenty-five thousand? Yeah. And then to complicate it further, oh well, of course, editorial coverage is more valuable than advertising. So let's let's multiply that number by three, for example, mm. an apparently arbitrary <laughs> number, yeah. or pick any number you like. Uh, but the point being, you end up with a number. You end up with a number that's got a pound sign or a dollar sign in front of it. For, for 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 many many years, or certainly since I've worked in PR, then then you know, managements everywhere have kind of probably realized it, it wasn't a particularly robust metric but but it kind of did the job but increasingly that's being called into question and and, and should pr only be kind of valued in terms of of, of uh, you know digital column inches almost almost certainly not having said that <laughs> there's there's clearly ways in which you, you you can understand some of the effects of that 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 coverage Clearly, if you get a link, then you can look at the traffic figures in in, in, in GA. You can uh, look at things like the trust flow domain authority of, of the page involved, which might allow you to calculate um, some some form of SEO impact and and an SEO value. Which, if if you're really good at it, you would uh, be able to put a reasonably accurate 
economic value on on that on that contribution. So um, and w- without being a, a consultant about it and saying it depends, I mean it it clearly depends. I think all, all I would say is that the the ability to to have more robust ways of of measuring and understanding the actual impact of, of public relations is clearly there. And and you know, some of the the, the, the tools have, have been around and with us for, for some time. And um, if, if you kind of you know, read my blog posts, I've talked for many, many years about how Google Analytics, when it's set up properly, you know, can be used as as a more kind of broad-based measurement and an evaluation platform, not just for for public relations, but for for digital kind of marketing generally. But uh, that, that's probably another podcast to go into the oh, the detail on yeah. on that. Yeah. So just finally, I mean, uh, we talked about a fair few things today, sort of along these lines of sort of PR versus, or the the union of PR and uh, SEO, if that was possible, sort of some some Nirvana type state. Um, but if you had like one or two top takeaways for our listeners today around that subject, what would they what would they be, Andrew? Okay, so if if I coming it from from the, the the PR perspective, there's 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 a there's a PR firm called Edelman. They're, they're, I'm right in saying that they're still the world's largest privately held PR consultancy and for the best part of, of a decade if not longer they've, they've run a kind of annual global study called the Ed- Edelman Trust Barometer mm. um, very simply finding out you know who do people trust? You know, since the financial crash, the headlines around the survey typically revolved around how we continue apparently to not trust banks. Um, I guess unsurprisingly, we don't trust the media. In fact, I think it was last year we, we, there was a, a dip in trust levels for for NGOs and, and, and charities. But but what what struck me as really interesting from from that that uh, massive global survey for the last couple of years is that the second most trusted source of information on the planet, whether we like it or not, uh, is Google, or specifically. Google search results. There's yeah. no questioning that pivotal role that, that Google search results play in in shaping and framing people's views, perceptions, their trust in brands and organisations of all type, you know, shapes, types, and sizes. So, PR practitioners like to talk about that the, 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 that they are. It's more than just press relations. It's about reputation management. It's about building trust. It's about relationships. Well. You can't ignore Google in that equation. So uh, it, it behooves, I think, PR professionals to, to absolutely roll their sleeves up and better understand how that works, You know what role you know, SEO can and should play in the whole process. Conversely, I think you know, SEO professionals, the opportunity there is, is clearly to, 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 to work more closely with their, 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 their PR kind of counterparts. I think there's, there's definitely you know, mutual benefit and opportunity in you know, both sides of, of, of the equation um, you know, working more closely together. How we actually achieve that practically? Well, um, if I knew that, I guess I'd be <laughs> sitting on a beach somewhere. But yeah, again, I think it, 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 as, a, as a kind of professional optimist, there's no question that the, the tools, the resources – to be able to, to to get better at this are, 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 are if not freely available they're kind of relatively expensive it really is a question of of uh, putting your mind into it uh, and, and figuring out for whether you're working agency side on behalf of clients or if you're you know, you're working in-house it's 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 I guess helping organizations themselves to get better at figuring out well, what is it that we're trying to achieve uh, and seeing what role these these various things play in that in that that whole process but uh, yeah uh, it's it's um, you know, whether we like it or not and uh, who knows whether Google will still dominate in, in a decade's time I, I, if I was a betting man I don't see kind of uh, Google going anywhere soon so that 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 pivotal role 
that uh, that, that search plays in in so many aspects of, of how we perceive that the world is is definitely something that uh, PR people and, and uh, SEO professionals uh, alike need to need to focus on. And um, yeah, I look forward to the day when. It's all sweetness and light, and uh, it's not us and them. Uh, we're, all, we're all working happily together. Yes. Well, certainly food for thought there. Thank you so much for joining us, Andrew. How can our listeners find out more My about pleasure. you and uh, Eshman PR? The usual suspect, uh, usual suspect routes. Um, uh, the website is eshman.com. And uh, naturally, if you, uh, you Google Eshman or uh, Andrew Bruce Smith, what a surprise. <laughs> um, you'll, uh, you'll find, you'll find uh, uh, relevant results at uh, the, the top of both of those uh, results pages. So, uh, um, or uh, you can obviously find me on, uh, on Twitter. It's at Andy Smith, A-N-D-I-S-M-I-T. And uh, you know, all, all the other social platforms I have a presence on. So uh, no excuse for not finding me should of course you wish to find me and just for our listeners Escherman is spelt e-s-c-h-e-r-m-a-n is that correct andrew a-n.com absolutely right that's the one yep absolutely well thanks correct. andrew and thanks for our listeners for listening the show notes are in the usual place sitevisibility.com slash i am podcast um if you want to connect with me personally i'm a dr pod d-o-c-t-o-r-p-o-d on twitter and linkedin if you want to send us an email, podcast at sitevisibility.com. If you want to tweet us, at sitevisibility. And don't forget the Site Visibility group on LinkedIn. Well, that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Andrew. Thank you. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.